Welcome back to Basketball is Religion with the Gons and Big Matt. In today's episode, the Gons and I preview the NBA Finals between the Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat. Before the preview, we talk about what happened with the Celtics and what they should do with Jalen Green. Finally, I'm joined by a friend of the podcast, Josue, to talk about the postseason and his trip to Atlanta for Game 6 of the Hawks and Celtics series. Let's get into it. Gons, how have you been? Good, man. Good. Just been busy. Anniversary month, wife's birthday month, Mother's Day month. Just glad the month is over. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. By, um, happy anniversary, by the way. Uh, you and Lisa, it's, how, how long has it been now? Five years? No, nine. Nine years. Nine years? Yeah, we're Nine old, years? Man. Yeah. What is that's it? Right. You like... have Layla. No, it's right. No, nine years. Jesus. Where does the time go? Man, that's right. Layla was not born yet. And then Lucas was in your wedding. So um, at least, yeah, the reception part of your wedding. So yeah, it's nine, nine years. Jeez. Congratulations on you guys. Um, yeah, it's it's... May is crazy because I'm also going through the same situation. Anniversary, birthday, Mother's Day are also in the same month. So very, very busy. Very, very busy. Um, what also was busy was the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, the Celtics almost pulled off the 3-0 comeback against the Heat. But they kind of ran into a, to a, to a wall and lost in Game 7. And the Lakers, Lakers did not win a game in the Western Conference Finals, as we talked about last podcast. But before we get to the preview of the Heat versus the Denver Nuggets, let's talk a little bit about the Celtics. You know me, FTC. Um, let's just talk about it. Um, what happened with the Celtics in that Game 7, Gons? At the end of the day, Matt, I think it comes down to Jason Tatum. I don't want to... Again, I'm Miami won. But Jason Tatum is a Game 7 killer. Averages 28 points a game in Game 7s. Won the series a year ago at a Game 7. The game was in Boston. You you got to think him getting hurt and twisting his ankle the first play of the game had an impact on the way he performed, considering his history of performing so exceptionally in Game 7s. Um, so I think that that had he that at the end of the day, um, they went to their number two, which is Jalen Brown, and and he just couldn't come through. Um, so I think that's really what what happened in a nutshell. Jalen Brown tried to do too much. Like if you're the next, you know, the second next best guy, he tried to take over as a superstar, and it just didn't work. He doesn't have many dribble skills. His dribble package, we were talking about two K, isn't very much. Um, he just couldn't carry the team. Um, then they have a really, really talented team. Derek White was pretty good the entire series, but Jalen Brown tried to do too much. So if Tatum was healthy, do you think the Celtics pulled that one off? Or was were the Heat just going to win that game regardless? I think it's a very close. I'd probably give the edge to the Celtics being in Boston. But it shows, I mean... Injuries happen, and that's what happens. And, you know, I, I still think, you know, Miami's kind of been struggling. And, yeah, they won, but oof, uh, all the metamobiles with Boston. And uh, But I'll give Miami credit. They had control the whole game. The whole game. They were up the whole game. Like, they had control of that game. It wasn't close. Um, and they seemed calm and poised. And, I mean, that's the reason I made my bet even knowing that Tatum wasn't going to get hurt because they just had this calmness about him. Like they weren't like tense. They were warming up. Like it's supposed to look calm. So I was like, okay, you know what? If this is a two forty bet, I'm going to make it. And I'm glad I did, but um, maybe the veteran, the vet and veteran leadership of the coach, I think. And, and maybe the players themselves knew not to panic. I don't know. Flowers to you for making that bet. You showed us afterwards. I wouldn't have been as confident to make that. It was a plus 290 bet for the money line for the Heat. So kudos to you for, for getting some scratch there. Trusting in Spolstra, trust, trusting in the process. So good for you making that money um, before we get off the Heat. 
do the Celtics sign Jalen Brown to that Supermax extension, knowing they have to sign Jason Tatum to a bigger contract next season? So for that contract, uh, for the contract extensions, as I should say, the Celtics are able to offer Jalen Brown a five-year, $295 million Supermax contract after this season because he did make the second team, I'm sorry, third team All-NBA. Gons, is, is Jalen Brown worth that much money? I don't think so. I, I I really don't. I think he's a great player, but that's just a lot of money. And I it, I don't know that this team can carry on with the same roster. I think we need significant changes. You know, they already switched up the coach. Now you need to make some moves with the roster. You can't have the same team. Like, they've gone too far and failed too many times. So... I, I put all my apples in Tatum's basket and um you know I let I let Brown walk. So they have the, he's still under contract for one more season. So you're looking at like a trade um maybe this off season and then the new team can offer him that extension. Um I'm looking yeah. at a team like the Memphis Grizzlies because for as guard heavy as they are with Bain and with John Morant and with Triple J, they were missing that dominant wing player so maybe a triple j trade to the memphis grizzlies for desmond bain and a few picks john Morant. like i heard some some talks about maybe a john morant for jalen brown trade or even a jalen brown for let's say a damian lillard or a jalen brown for the third pick and anthony simons if you're portland if you want to keep dame in portland with jalen brown any thoughts on jalen brown moving to a certain team or where, where do you like to see him next season I don't know that he's necessarily going to chase the chip. I think him being kind of a number two, this is his opportunity. This is his James Harden moment to to go be a number one and just be a leading scorer and take over. Um, I think I, I going to a bad team. I mean, I think the the Rockets can be an option for him if they can give enough talent back um, or, or free up some cap space. I definitely see that happening. Um, I never put anything past the Clippers, man. They're willing to pay, and they'll get who they can get. So you never know. Like There may be something going on with the Clippers. I know Balmer needs to switch up that roster because that's not working either. So there's a couple teams where they've made it really far and have just failed. They're very in too many times to where you need a roster change. Um, So I do think the Clippers are one of those teams. I think we'll pod in the offseason or once this finals is over as far as which teams need to make a move this offseason to kind of either reset or retool their team because, yeah, the Clippers might be one of them. And how long can you keep the PG and Kawhi Leonard two wing right. setup kind of like how Boston is right now? Um, they're going to need another guard because Russell Westbrook's not it. So let's talk about that more offseason. Let's get on to the 2023 NBA Finals. The number one seed in the Western Conference, Denver Nuggets, versus the number eighth seed in the Eastern Conference, Miami Heat. The Heat defeated the Bucks in five, the Knicks in six, and Celtics in seven to advance their seventh NBA Finals. They're three and three in the finals. They're attempting to become the first, the first eighth seed and play-in team to win the championship. They lost their first play-in game to the Bucks and were down in the fourth quarter to the Bulls before putting together a run in that corner, and they never stopped since. We put money on that Bulls team to cover that, what was it, seven and a half? And we, we thought we comfortably had it, and then the Heat were somehow able to blow them out to win by 11. That was actually... That was so. I was so mad after that. After what happened, it was so. We were in, it was. Oh, we had it, and then this, the Bulls couldn't hit anything. Um, I digress. The Nuggets defeated the T Wolves in five games, the Suns in six games, and swept the Lakers. They're playing in their first NBA Finals. They're proving the regular season still does matter because they locked up. After they locked up the number one seed in the West, their key players proceeded to rest for the playoffs. They were much better rested and sharper than both the Suns and the Lakers. Uh, the Nuggets did sweep the regular season series against the Heat, but the Nuggets were missing Murray and Porter for, for that game back in February, so I don't look too much into those regular season matchups. Uh, the Nuggets are favored in the series, minus 440. The Heat are a plus 320 underdog. 
Game one is Thursday night. So tonight, by the time we're listening to this, in Denver, starting at 5.30 Pacific time, the Nuggets are favored by 8.5 points. Let's start with Miami's defense versus Denver's offense. Who do you think has the advantage, Gons? I, I think it's going to – I would say the, the Denver Nuggets are just too big. Uh, in, in a nutshell, that's my answer because – we saw how many second chance opportunities the Boston Celtics got and they were bigger. And we saw a lot of possessions where Miami was getting blocked and Miami just had really bad possessions because of how big and athletic Boston was. Now you're playing a bigger, more athletic team questionably with Michael Porter and Aaron Gordon. They're going to have a really hard time with, 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 with the, with the size, with athleticism, and 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 in the X factor, which is Joker, like I, I, I can't believe it's a minus nine, and we're going to the NBA Finals. But I think that's truly what it is. I think Boston had a tough, again, Boston had a tough matchup because Boston wasn't much bigger. I mean, you got Al Horford, um, and you have their other big, but. In terms of like the rest of their guys, I mean, Marcus Smart is kind of an average sized guard. Jalen Brown is, you know, you could say he's a taller guard, but you got guys like Porter and Gordon and and Brown chasing the ball down. I don't, I don't see this being even a. I don't want to say it's a sweet map, but I could see this being over in five. I'm thinking five two, but let's let, let's save that for a little bit. So, like Miami had that zone that worked so well against against Boston, and it was just effective against them. And they played really good defense against the Bucks and against the Knicks. Like, do you see and them trying to pull like double teaming Jokic? Like, what do, what should Miami do defensively to try to slow this big Denver unit down? Obviously, you can double team Joker, but the Joker is so fast with the ball and getting it to the open man that it's going to be a challenge in itself. Now, let's say they are successful getting to the double with Joker. Um, at that point, you know, if Jamal Murray has been cooking the way he's been cooking, uh, and, and Porter's been shooting the way he's been shooting, and Aaron Gordon can make shots, they're going to have trouble, but that would be my. That would be the best bet. Now, you also got to worry about Murray because, like, we had a couple games where Joker was slow. Didn't do much, and Murray just took over. So what's going to be the plan for, like, who's going to stop Murray at that point, right? Uh, defensively for Miami, yeah, you got Jimmy Buckets, who's a pretty good defender. But who else, really? I mean, at a bio, I saw him got he got punked in the Boston series. Uh, I don't know. I it's I guess you gotta pick your poison. Either you don't let Murray stop you, or you don't let Joker stop you. But one of them is gonna have a good game. So you just gotta live with that and hope that result gets you a win. More importantly, on offense, they have to shoot the ball extremely well. Um, and that's all on Spolster to come up with a game plan to execute. Uh and and, it, and it's it's possible, not with Butler, but with was Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin, yeah. Yeah, I mean the way he's playing. If Duncan Robinson could get hot and start making some threes, if Kyle Lowry shows up, maybe they got a chance. I doubt it. Like I guess, yeah, I guess offensively, like Miami's offense versus Denver's defense. You're looking at the Lakers. For as much as we're Laker fans, it just at the end of the day, D'Angelo Russell, LeBron James, even Anthony Davis, like. Their outside shots just were not falling the entire series. Only, only the only one shooting above thirty five percent, forty percent was Austin Reeves, and in this playoff run, you saw the Heat with Max Struess, with Caleb Martin, with um, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson come, came back, and you're also going to have Tyler Hero coming back after Game Three. Those are guys that were didn't do shoot very well during the regular season, but these playoffs, they become absolute snipers. So, how do you think? Denver is able to contain that heat and you know three point barrage that they didn't really have to deal with, with the Lakers and really with the Suns it was really just those two guys. But it's more of a team effort now with this Heat team. I just think Denver's athletic again. Michael Porter Jr. is athletic. Aaron Gordon's athletic. 
he'll close out on the three. Jamal Murray, they don't have anyone that's really outdated or a, a huge Achilles for them on defense. They're all well-rounded, good defenders on top of being pretty good offensively. I don't see the exploitation. I mean, do you? Do you, who's who's? If you could pick out a weak defender on Denver, I mean, who would it be? I can't. I mean, I can't Jamal Murray is not great. Is not a great defender. It's, it's essentially if the Lakers okay. had picked on Jamal Murray a little bit more, then they probably would have had more, more. Like that game one when they were just going when LeBron James was backing down Jamal Murray, I thought they were just going to spam that the entire series. I think that's one of the only times you really saw that because because LeBron James had to expend so much energy and he didn't have enough just to keep backing down Murray. So I could see maybe J- Jimmy Butler doing that against him. So if there's a if there's a, a weak link on that Denver defense, I, I think it's Jamal Murray. Sure. But then you flip the other side and how many how many weak I mean I Duncan Robinson can't play defense for shit. Um I don't know. I don't I, I it's yeah, it's 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 gonna be either that zone or doubling like either doubling Jimmy or or not doubling Jimmy or doubling Jokic or doubling Murray and then having to rotate like if Spolstra is gonna have he's gonna have to come up with the defense to try to do that because none of those like you said Duncan Robinson can't play any defense I don't think individually they're great defenders but as a team they have to be they have to be able to you know make the rotation once they do double so I think that's the On only the run, shot they have someone's yeah someone's gonna be open that rotation if KCP will be open open you know the way he's been shooting or porter jr is going to be open or where was that three levels of shooting with kcp on the lakers like like i said last podcast he was making 40 percent, 50 percent from three had that midi game had that you know um to the basket game which we didn't see at the lakers where did that come from so i I agree with you it's it's gonna be tough for them to defend everyone all 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 the weapons that that Denver has, but they're going to have to try their best. You know, they made it here for no. a reason. They beat the Bucks. I didn't right? know that they had Reggie Jackson. Did you know that? Yeah, they had Reggie that during the trade deadline. Yeah, they have Reggie Jackson too. Yep. And they don't play him as, uh, any minutes. Nope. They have their they have their top seven guys. I mean, Bruce Brown's play. He you saw how good he was in the Lakers series yeah. off the bench. Man, I would yeah. love me some Reggie Jackson on the Lakers. Shit. Um, that's okay. I guess maybe because I watched him on the Clippers, but he's talented. No, for sure. I mean, but if you have your seven guys that you trust, eight guys, if you can include Christian Brown that you trust, I mean, let, let, let's go to that depth too. Uh, you have Denver with they only really only played eight guys, and when it came down to it, seven guys against the Lakers. With with the Heat, there's the main five, and then you have Kyle Lowry, you have Kevin Love off the bench, Duncan Robinson off the bench, and then a returning Tyler Hero. Like, do you think the Heat are a little bit deeper? Or is it just the Denver is just how those top seven guys are just too good for them? I, it's tough, man. I, I'm rooting for Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry. They, they are deep in, in the sense of experience and veteran leadership, but I don't know if they're deep enough talent wise anymore. Um, we did see Kevin off go all, Kevin Love go off a couple games. If that's in him, that would be nice. It's it's tough because. I, I do want Miami to win. I actually, I would love to see Kevin Love and Larry and and the Jimmy Bucket story succeed over over you know a team that beat the Lakers. But I just don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say Miami's deeper at this point. I well, tell you, okay, have let, let, let's go here. Like with Kevin Love, like the Lakers ended up being. I think they played too small. Like they could have used Wenyan Gabriel. They could have used when Mo Bamba was back game four. They could have used Mo Bamba. The Heat can go with a Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, and even Cody Zeller to throw at Jokic. Do you think the Heat should go smaller and try to double Jokic, or try to have one of their bigger? You know, they should start Cody Zeller and have him be the primary defender on Jokic. I like Zeller as a defender. I saw a couple glimpses of him. He's a naggy defender, man. He gets up in your face and annoys the heck out of you. I like Zeller. Yeah, it's it's just he he's gonna be a negative on on offense, but yeah, defensively you need to have a bigger uh, a big per, a bigger person on Jokic. What's what kind of helped the Lakers out in the bubble to be able to have someone to bang with him? It wasn't Anthony Davis. He was just getting tired and tired. Like I don't want to see Bam Adebayo just get you know get 
accumulate a bunch of fouls and just lose a lot of energy by just fouling Jokic. Like, what that's something I didn't see enough of in the Lakers series was Anthony Davis abusing Jokic. We saw that some of it in Game 4 where it wasn't just Anthony Davis, but people were going around Jokic. Like Jokic, for as good as he is vertically, horizontally, it's hard for, harder for him to move laterally. So do you see like a bigger series from like offensively from Bam Adebayo? Because I think he does have that speed laterally to be able to get some some baskets up at the rim around Jokic as opposed to over Jokic. Do you, do you think Bam's going to have a better offensive series than he's, than he's shown the past few series? In he, should. Conference? he should. He should. He should. He definitely should because he's faster than him. But with that, again, you have your Aaron Gordon. You have your MPJ. You have guys that are going to come from the blind side and block, which is what Denver's been doing. We saw that against the Lakers, with even with um, Bruce Brown Jr. So I, I see it being similar, but I did see Davis have some luck. So, yeah, if Adebayo, if, they, if they're one-on-one and Adebayo can attack him and get him into foul trouble then this is a whole completely different game, right? And then Murray's cold that game, and that's an easy W for Miami. So that could be a point of attack. Um, it's just I, watching at a pile last couple games, man, he's ice cold. Like, he's, it, it's been, it's, he hasn't been able to make a basket. So I don't know if he could just turn it on all of a sudden. Uh, maybe if he attacks the basket, like you said, but he's looked pretty bad last couple games. Like, I saw this on... On, on Twitter while, during Game 7, it's like, Bam Adebayo plays how we all think Anthony Davis plays on offense, even though Anthony Davis on offense is miles better than a, a Bam Adebayo on offense. So it's just crazy how the, there, there's bias towards AD. And I hate to you know be, have a little more Lakers talk here, but yeah, that's kind of just how it is. Um, as far yeah. as coaching-wise, um, we have Eric Spolstra, you know, one of my favorite coaches, you know, Filipino pride versus Mike Michael Malone. Mike Malone, he's proven to be to, to take this Denver team, and they've, now they've made it to the NBA Finals. They've kind of stuck with him, um, even after the last two seasons where even Jokic had the MVP. This the team kind of flamed out in the playoffs. So how much, you know? So it's good to have some continuity coaching wise. Like it's not going to be a complete mismatch versus with. Um, Spolstra versus Missoula. Um, what do you think about the, the coaching here in the series? Well, and and I, I want to emphasize on this. Like, for all the teams that fire their coaches, Monty Williams, um, Coach Bud, like, look at Malone. Like, he could have been canned last year or the year before, but these guys will, like, die for him. They play very hard for him, and continuity especially if you're not making roster changes or even if you are like it's it's worked out in this situation so he's a good coach i think he's an excellent coach i think spolstra is an excellent coach so if this was another team like like a boston i would give spolstra the edge here by far is spolstra the better coach yes experience championship sure i mean mike malone's Good. He's up there. He's he's up there, I would say, with Monty Williams. So um, I don't think there's going to be much of coaching edge either way, considering Mike Malone has more talent, I believe, than Spolstra. Um, but it should be a fun chess match. Rest versus rust. The Denver Nuggets swept the Lakers on Monday, May 22nd. And this past Memorial Day, this was Monday, May 29th, the Pete beat the Celtics in Game Seven, so the Heat are gonna the the, the Nuggets are gonna have a full um, week of rest over the Heat uh, as they start playing on Thursday. So that's gonna be, you know, f- plus you know, seven plus eight nine ten days of rest for the for for the Nuggets. Do you think that's gonna play a factor? Do you think the Nuggets are gonna have to take a game to warm up in this series, or or rest versus rest? Do you think you know having to play more recently is gonna help the Heat or is more rest for the Nuggets better for them? You know, what's funny is I think the Denver Nuggets actually didn't need the rest as much as the Miami Heat needed the rest. Um, Because you saw Jimmy Buckets. He was just fatigued. That's why he didn't really perform well. It took him almost a half and three quarters to start to get in rhythm. So rest could hurt them. I mean, they didn't need the rest. They got the rest, but at the end of the day, rest is rest, right? So 
um, if there were any lingering injuries, which I don't think Denver had very many. If they had any at all, those are gone. I think Miami it will enjoy the rest they got, but I'm sure they could have used more. So I am I am interested to see how game one goes with the altitude also being in Denver. Usually, you know, there's a little bit of an adjustment there. But man, minus nine, that's such a high spread. Ah, I would probably take Miami to cover the spread. I mean, minus nine for a finals game is just, that's outrageous. Yeah, as my cat here is right in front of me. Can't leave me alone, huh, Bobs? You have to be right in front of me when I'm potting. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, yeah, the, we'll, we'll talk about that spread once we get towards the end of this thing. So, as far as the last thing I want to talk about before we get to our predictions, I guess one more thing after that. The X factor. So, really, can't the top four players in, in this series are Jamal Murray. We talked about Nicole Jokic. We've talked about we've talked about Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. Outside of those top four guys, who want, give me one player on each team who's an X factor that'll help decide the series. Let's start with the Den- Den- Denver Nuggets. The one person. I feel like it's going to be Aaron Gordon. I feel like his intensity on defense and him being able to make the three point shot um, is it's it's going to be you know and you saw him do it to LeBron. He begged the shit out of him. So I think he's going to be really physical. And athletic, and he's going to put in some offense for him, and it'll be X factor. Besides the two stars that you talked about, how about the Miami Heat? I think Duncan Robinson's really got to hit his open shots. Like you really got to hit your threes, and I think he'll have them. You know, I don't know how much respect they have for Duncan Robinson, but. If he can, if he can, you know, come out and show that he's a threat, that's going to help Miami move the ball around so much more, and it's going to open up uh, looks for everyone else to get in rhythm. You know, Jimmy Buckets will get better looks. Everyone will get better looks. I think for me, Duncan Robinson would be um, a, a, a has to come up clutch for Miami for sure. All right. Um, I kind I, I agree with those. Duncan Robinson does have to get hot from he would miss those. So those two bunny three pointers in game six. I was so pissed yeah, off. Yeah, man, seven, he, pulled Jeez, those. he could have put that yeah. game away. Exactly right. Oh my god, I was so pissed. I was I was watching game six with a Celtics fan, um, randomly, a young Celtics fan. So that was not a great experience for me. But you know, kudos to him for you know for for being a Celtics fan in LA, I guess. Um, before before we get to our predictions, uh, there is a bad history between these teams. Uh, during the regular season, um, Markeith Morris, who's no uh, before during the regular season last season, not this past season, this but last season, Markeith Morris, who's no longer with the Heat, fouled Nikola Jokic hard during a blowout win um, by the Celtic uh, by the by the Nuggets. Jokic responded with a shoulder in the back to Morris, who ended up actually getting uh, missing the rest of the season with whiplash. The bench is cleared, but nothing was escalated further. This led to the infamous photo of the Miami Heat players going to the Nuggets locker room after the game, but were sent away by security. The following day, Markeith Morris's twin brother Marcus, who was playing for the Celtics uh, last season, responded on Twitter about the incident, which led to uh, Jokic's MMA fighting brothers responding to Marcus's post. We covered all this on the Hoop Bar last season. Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, Jimmy Butler was asked about this incident today and said there was no beef between the teams and they're just focused on winning a championship. So, if you remember the Jokic brothers story, that was between the Heat and the Nuggets. So a little nugget, a little nugget going into this final series. So, Gons, let's get to it. How do you think the series will go? Uh, who wins game one, two, three, four? How do you think it's going to go? Denver wins game one. Denver wins game two. Miami wins game three. Denver wins game four. Denver finishes in five. As right, it's like when it comes down to all of the intangibles, the the numbers, and how we're looking at the matchups. It just seems like the, there's no way the Nuggets lose the series. Like the only way the the Heat win this series is that Spolstra has some sort of game plan. That absolutely just is able to mesmerize the the, the Nuggets, 
and Jimmy it's Butler goes off. No, exactly. Jimmy Butler goes off because no one could guard him because no. um, he gave Drew Holiday buckets, and who it's really difficult to give Drew Holiday buckets, and he gave him buckets. He's been one of the best players in the playoffs, but so has Nikola Jokic. So. Even though Denver has everything going for the only person I've seen pick the Heat in the in the media is Nick Wright because of mainly for mainly because of experience and because of the narrative because Denver has never been here before Miami's been here with this team and they lost to the Lakers in six in the bubble um, narrative wise they should win but I have to agree with you guys it's going to be Nuggets in five I want to see maybe Nuggets in six but just thinking about everything and how, how much the Nuggets, too, have struggled to get to this position with Jamal Murray going through that um, ACL injury. He, he was out for basically a season and a half, and for him to be finally playing at this high of a level. The Heat haven't played against this solid of a team because the, the Bucks were, you know, without Giannis. Who knows if, Gian, if they would have won that series if Giannis was healthy. Then the Knicks team, who was happy to be there, and a Celtics team who really whose coach kind of kind of failed him because he's 34 and inexperienced. So this is his first like solid solid team they're playing on. Like unless it look, Jokic gets injured, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you and how it's gonna go as well. Verse two, then the, the Heat will win game three, four, and five belong to the Nuggets. So I would want to disagree with you there, but I think you're correct um, that the Nuggets will win in five. So last question: Who has the most to gain by winning a championship? Jokic or Jimmy Butler? Uh, I think I think Jokic has to win. He's he's already been the MVP several times. I mean, this is just this is that this takes him to that category, right? Like that separates the Charo Barkley and the um all the other players who don't win chips, and then the the real great ones like the Giannis, the Steph Curry, um the LeBrons, the ones that do win chips. And to be an MVP so many times, you got to kind of win a chip. Otherwise, you're going to be that MVP that everyone talks about that didn't win a chip. So I think Giannis has more to lose here. He needs to win it. If somehow Jimmy Butler wins this chip, um, being the seed he was, and that that's also like a Cinderella story that will be talked about forever because this guy who has no business being in the NBA. He was a homeless dude. Uh, who who had to walk on Butler where he played? I mean, just the whole thing with Jimmy Butler it would be nuts. So, uh, but I still think Joker has the most to lose, considering everything else he's accomplished. You're right. I mean, ultimately, I th- it's 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 Jokic. But if Jimmy Butler is able to beat Giannis, then the Knicks, then the Celtics, and then this great Jokic who won the last two MVPs. That NBA trophy might be the biggest NBA Finals trophy probably ever, outside of like LeBron beating the seventy-three win um, Warriors team. But he did have Kyrie Irving. But if Butler were to win this, oh my God, he would be top. Oh God, that this championship would be viewed very highly. But Jokic, yes, and to, to to separate himself to get in that you know, Dirk range of greatness, greatness of players. I I, I agree with you that he do, he does need to win this. And once he wins this, yes, it was kind of a f- weird championship because he beat an eighth seed, then he beat a, beat a four seed, then a seven seed, then another another eighth seed, but a championship is a championship. And he beat De- Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Jimmy Butler to win it. So it's not like it's a, oh, they beat lower seeds. Those are really good teams that they beat, really good players that he beat. So I agree with you there. So Gon's NBA Finals start, yes, tonight. By the time we're listening to this, like I said earlier, um, you said eight and a half. So that's is that line too high? You gonna bet the eight and a half? What are you doing? Oof! If I was to make a bet, so out of the last three games, I took over at the half, um, and I hit two out of three times. And I think the only reason I didn't hit last game was because both teams were nervous. So I'm looking at the over under here, see what it's gonna be for tomorrow, and it's gonna be, oh. It's like 109. Um, don't know that I like that, but I would take the over because it's game one and no uh, people they haven't. There's not a defensive scheme plan in effect yet. I mean, they've strategized about how they're going to do it based on film. So I think like my sure bet tomorrow would be just to take the over. Um, I think that's a sure bet for sure, just because. 
And I wouldn't do it the half because they could come out rusty and and you know just a little nerve nervous because it's the final. So over for the game. Over two nineteen is my bet. I don't touch is that. that a Gon's guarantee. Gon's guarantee over at the over 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 the two nineteen. Over the two nineteen. No, over Gons the two nineteen for game one. Um, we'll probably pause. So the game's going to be on Thursday, June 1st, followed by Sunday, June 4th. I'd like to pot earlier that week, maybe before game three, uh, to get our thoughts, um, before game three. Um, anything you want to leave with for, with Gons before we leave today? No, man. I'm good. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. We are now joined live from Utah. Friend of the podcast, my buddy, my old coworker, Josue, is back on the podcast. Josue, how have you been? Yeah, thank you for having me on again. It's been it's been a while, and uh, thanks for uh, the invite, like always. Um, I've been great. Just came back from Atlanta, I want to say a couple weeks ago. And yeah, I guess that's the reason why I'm on today. <laughs> we really want to hear. No, 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 no. Just... As, as far before we get to that, because that's, yeah. a, that's a trip I want to talk to you about. Um, have you have have you been watching the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah, well, been... give me your thoughts of what's going on going on going down this postseason. Going down this postseason, um, I I think like there's going to be a lot of rebuilds, a lot of teams trying to figure out how to uh, beat Denver. Um, maybe you know the the return of the big man. That's that, that might actually happen. So, um, yeah, I, I think the the whole league's going to shake up, and I think there there's going to be topics like the East was maybe weak to begin with, um, as compared to like the talks of the whole pre the whole season in general. Everyone just kept saying, "Oh, the East is so strong," blah blah blah. Like, it's out in the East. Like even Jaws' uh, comments, like, "I ain't worried about you know anyone." In the west just the the celtics so it's it's crazy to see how uh, how the how the tables have turned because now it's the whole talk is denver and denver this and denver that and they're the favorites so it'd be crazy. it's crazy right oh yeah the Celt the uh, big three the celtics the sixers yeah and, and the um and the bucks but yeah it just showed how flawed the celtics were in this past series and showed how flawed the Sixers were by losing to that Celtics team. So you're right. It's, it was, oh, the East has overtaken the West. But no, the, the Nuggets just proved themselves to be juggernauts in the regular, uh, regular – not really juggernauts in the regular season. I guess they kind of did poorly towards the end to kind of rest for their playoffs. But the playoffs, they proved to be a juggernaut, just wiping out the Lakers in four games. Did you catch any of those Lakers, those, those four-game four, four game Lakers sweep by the Nuggets? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, don't get me started with that one. <laughs> that was a heartbreak season right there. Um, I will say, if anything, as much as as much as we saw um, in that in that sweep, I wasn't as disappointed. Um, I think I was more disappointed last season when we lost against the Sun, the Suns, and I was like, man, if we were healthy, we'd have had that. This season, I was more of a Hey man, we got into the playoffs. We didn't make it there. Like it's it says a lot to to get there with a team that got constructed after the All Star break. Which I think there there's so many stats that just go against that. And like just just the same goes as like the Heat's run. Like there's so many stats that say like an eight seed won't make it type of thing. And I think they were going off even this morning talking about how not only were they an eight seed, they also played in to the tournament twice to get in and it's just like this there's so many records that just got broken this this postseason that it's crazy yeah the first play on team to make it like you said the first eighth seed to make it i mentioned that when i was um, my discussion with the gons a little earlier tonight yeah it, it, it it's it's crazy absolutely crazy um, but fun to watch though, right? That did you watch that the Heat versus Celtics game seven? <sighs> yeah, that one was I was I was kind of uh, worried in the first like you know five ten minutes. Uh, he came. Uh, he kind of came out weak, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna have to take a break real quick. Just 
to now and then come back and hopefully there's something changed up and i, I want to say within like five ten minutes come back and next thing you know it's like neck and neck but the heat were just relentless and it just shows uh how much you know hard work and uh just like just like how denver says that you know oh hey no one ever talks about us they always you know play down on us it's i think it's even more so with the heat especially the roster of players that they have it's they were going off and saying like how many of those people were actually like in the draft and it's it's just insane how many how many of them people how many of their players just did not go through that process or like went very late in that draft to just get picked up and be efficient role players and like have a have a team that they're actually playing for at this level yeah, that's something I didn't touch on. I want to talk about the guns as far as their undrafted status. Team uh, players that you know weren't necessarily wanted, like a Gabe Vincent, even Jimmy Butler, who's the last pick the first round. Um, you know, uh, what, what's his face? Um, yeah, this is you know Kevin Love was dropped by by, by the Cavs. So mm-hmm. like um, they were just you know players that they didn't want. They're forming this team that was able to defeat, you know, the, the, the really good, no, I guess they're really good, the good Celtics team. So kudos to the Heat, kudos to the, to the Nuggets. They're a juggernaut. So the Heat versus the Nuggets, game one is, you know, as you're listening to this, it is going to be tonight. Uh, who do you have in game one? Who do you have winning this series? Oh, man. Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. I believe in him so much. I feel like he's like a younger, a younger LeBron. Um, it's had better luck with shooting threes this season and especially this postseason because usually he was under that like no no three rule you know like Jimmy had a three it was pulled up for a short two as opposed to a three um I really believe in him and they're they're gonna have like something to prove um I you know I was wrong about the Lakers versus versus Nugget series I I thought that was gonna be totally the you know the other way around and everyone's putting the heat down on this and just saying, no, they're not going to do anything. Like they, they don't got a response for Joe for Joker. Like, nah, that's it's, it's the, this whole run has been like, how do you have a response for Giannis? Like they found a response for Giannis. Like, yes, he was injured like one or two games, but still first, first to four. Right. So um, it all played a factor in that and they ended up winning. So, like, <laughs> I, I I still think that he will take it uh, tomorrow. Plus, it it's always that um, too long of a break for the Denver Nuggets. Too long of a break. They may be on a high side from sweeping the Lakers, and if they're not ready, it'll it'll show tomorrow like, or today. Like it'll 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 bite them real quick. <laughs> Yeah, I, we did talk about rest versus rest. So you're thinking the rest is going to hamper them, and you're going to take the Heat game one. That's, I mean, I I don't I don't agree, but I mean that's that's going to be really interesting because they could definitely jump on them game one. As far as the full series goes, who do you think wins that? Who do you think wins it? The full series, huh? So the full series, man, I'm I'm a I'm a hate this. Like it, it looks like it's Denver for me. And that's just because they they took out the they took out the Lakers and they were able to find you know just just the the weaknesses and they they played them right. That's that's the thing that not a lot of teams do is they play their their people. And I think you even said this in the last podcast. It's at one point every everyone could tell you like just attack Joker, follow him out, and I was like why didn't he foul out the whole series? So like props to Spoltra, uh, the, the coach for the heat, like maybe, maybe he'll look and be like, Oh, well, no one's tried to do that yet. Let's try to do that. And hopefully that'll, that'll uh, render them some luck, but it's still first of four and m- most likely there. Then um, definitely rest will play a, a factor as well as elevation. And I think that Denver will probably end up taking it. Yeah. How many games do you think? <sighs> uh, probably in six. I think. I six. think that he will take two. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was I was debating between a sweep for five or six, but I can see six. So we're all uh, Denver. Denver, who's going to, like you said in the beginning, who's going to try to dethrone Denver? That is going to be the big, big thing next season. Is it, is it going to be the, the rise of the big man? Maybe Mbanyama plays more of a big as opposed to like a super, like Kevin Durant just shoots a bunch of threes or mid-range jumper. So we'll see. Um, I hope you're right. I missed the big man game for sure. Um, you were going through a lot of work stuff. I know. Congratulations on, on your promotion. You, 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 I think, but I think last time we talked, you were staying in Utah, right? Yeah. For, yeah. for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. Um, I guess that led you to, was, was, was your trip to Atlanta, was that a work thing? Like they sent you there for training? Yeah. So they, it was part of a two week training process. Um, they sent us out to the Atlanta office, which wasn't in Atlanta. It was like maybe like 20, 30 minutes away from Atlanta, still close enough, you know, um, went out there for two weeks and, you know, just, eight to eight to five just like constantly and like hey like let's go through this let's go through these things let's let's talk scenarios it's all it's all the the boring of like being a claims adjuster which is how that's what i got my promotion for um but it was it was a lot of helpful information to kind of just like get me prepped for the actual job and now that i'm actually doing it i'm like man, this is, this is pretty easy. (laughs) It goes down to like, um, man, uh, it goes back to, I think when I, when I took over uh, the job at the tennis center, I remember, and, um, we were doing the, 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 what's called the reservation specialist's job, which was like inputting payments. And I was like, yeah, man, I was like, I swear the person before me would take forever to do this. And that's that's how I feel like everyone in my position currently right now takes forever to do everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. or you could sit down, rush it all out as fast as you can, and chill for the rest of the time. So there you go, there you go. That's that's that that's, was that that was your your um your skill with us definitely <laughs> when you work together, just getting stuff done, and then we could just chill. But yeah, just some people just don't have the same. I guess um, skill with technology as this young younger generation, you're the mm-hmm. the late millennials, Gen Z. So, <laughs> too bad for the boomers. Too bad for the Gen Xers who, who excel in, <laughs> in technology, using that to her advantage. So you went to Atlanta for training for your for your claims adjuster job. Um, on your Instagram, I saw that you went to game. Was it game four? Uh, game the Atlanta versus Celtic series in Atlanta. Was game that right? six. I went for that closeout game. game. Six. And you went to the closeout game for the Celtics. So yeah, give me. I guess generally, like, where when did you get the tickets? Like, where did you sit? How was yeah. that experience? And what 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 do they call that? What's the what's the arena in Atlanta called? <sighs> the arena in Atlanta is called. I'm trying to remember. Let's see. It's probably on the cup I have right now. And it's not maybe Novellus. Um, that might be the cup, but I'm just I'm just trying to remember the 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 whole thing. It was it was kind of really um, last minute. I didn't. All all I will say is not all I will say, but I was watching the game against the Celtics the night before, the two nights before, when Atlanta just ended up beating them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think that pushes the game to, you know, Thursday in Atlanta. And I was like, let me check ticket prices right now. Hop on game time. See a ticket for 66 bucks. And this is like, basically, it was um, the top top rows, right? The, the higher level. But it was... Um, Second, second uh, row from the top level. So, Sixty-six dollars for a play, for a game six playoff game. Yeah. Wow. So that's oh, great. This is this, this is going to be the whole thing. Ready? So sixty-six dollars for that playoff ticket. Right. Sixty-six. Went to uh, the concession stand, got myself a burger with with fries. 
chips and a beer. How much do you think I spent? The chips also, uh, chips, they were nachos and had cheese. How much I it? just went to crypto for game four for that, for that Lakers sweep loss. We paid uh, for a beer and chips and what else did you get? And nachos. A uh, beer, nachos. beer, uh, uh, what's it called a burger with, with fries, actual fries. Okay. Burger. Okay. Nachos right. and cheese and a beer. Uh-huh. In LA, that's, that, that's setting you back like maybe 40, $45. Yeah. What did you pay? I ended up paying 38, which to that's me, not, I mean, it's yeah, not bad, not... but I've never gone to a place and I will say the other stuff was more expensive, but I've never gone in, um, nachos. With cheese for four dollars, and that that's was like at least like nine in LA, <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. So that's that's that savings right there, right? Like maybe it wasn't like insane yeah. amount of savings, but I was just like, okay, I just saved myself at least like I told myself like nine, like maybe maybe it would cost like thirteen dollars, like in LA. I was like, all right, I saved myself that much. I'm gonna go buy myself another drink. So I went, grabbed another drink. Um, so there, there goes forty bucks plus another drink. That's an that, that was like another thirteen. Um, right now we're we're like at a hundred something, right? A hundred like twenty to be just fair. Like, so I go I go to the the store and I'm like I need some swag because I'm here. I buy this hat, so I buy this nice like uh, Atlanta green like Hawks hat, and I was like, let's do this. 30 bucks i'm like that's not bad i'll definitely pay 30 bucks for a hat like let's do this and as i'm walking around the stadium i pass by like this glass wheat and i'm like what is this and there's like a just an attendant worker right there in front of it and i just like walked up and i asked her i'm like hey what's going on here and she's like oh they're doing haircuts it's a barber shop and this is in the middle of the stadium like wow so top floor bottom floor you know those uh middle like premium seats that the stadium in uh what's called uh, crypto has so yeah. imagine that middle middle row there's just a suite and that suite has barber has a barber shop and you can go get your haircut in front of these full glass pane windows and watch the game while getting your haircut and guess how much I paid for a haircut at a stadium? I uh, probably closer to like fifty bucks. Thirty bucks. Oh wow, that's not bad for in inside the stadium. That's not bad. That's like inside a normal haircut in like somewhere in LA. No, for sure. Yeah, that's that a like... cool experience though. That's that's dope. That's so, dope. Had had the haircut. Bought some, bought, bought a sh- random like swag shirt from the actual like salon shop, which was like six bucks. It was on clearance, and I was like, I'll take it. it. Wasn't even my size. I was like, I don't care. I'll take it. Um, all in all, I spent less than two hundred dollars for a full playoff experience. So, I I want to say like, it, it's tough to say this. But Atlanta is a must-go-to stadium, and it Damn, it definitely dude, it so, definitely so cool. tops Crypto's experiences that I've had for the past couple years. And I will say, the last time I went to Crypto was actually during COVID, so it didn't have like the. I, it was still under COVID restrictions where you couldn't even bring drinks back to your seats; like you had to drink your drink and eat outside of the actual not inside your inside your seats you had to like eat in the the hallways um but even even then i've been to to la so many times and i've had i've had a lot of fun but this honestly topped like almost every single experience i've ever had the crowd was great i'm not i'm not an atlanta fan i'm not a trey young fan and after that i was like hey if he goes traded to la i won't mind like I, I prefer I prefer Murray, but you know, um, I he was there. There's something about like him that I just never liked as a player. I think he was like too much of a crybaby or too like scruffy or something. And now it's just like you know what? I was like that's just that's just his hard work work ethic. And maybe he gets a little bit too much hate. But I was like, all right, I'll give him a little bit of respect. 
I was like, he did. He does that whole ice in his veins thing all the time. And I was just like, some of those three-pointers, I was like, I ain't taking those. No one's taking those three-pointers. No one's thinking like, oh, I'm going to huff this up and it's going to go in. And uh, teams were just paying for not, like the Celtics were just paying for not doing that. I think up until the fourth quarter, they were they were tied the whole game. Like it, it was insane. Like it, it would just, the score changed the the leader like every every couple seconds like i've never been to a game where that's how close the lead was like and and it goes to show that that's probably why the celtics sauce like you couldn't handle you couldn't handle atlanta like how can you handle you know any other team that will actually like fight the whole time so definitely atlanta is one of the stadiums that i will try to go back to some point plan a trip out there, anything, because that was one of my top experiences. And you know what? It just goes to show that, like, yes, LA is awesome. Like, I, I love that stadium. And maybe it's time to just go out and try some other stadiums as well. I'm pretty sure other stadiums have some cool thing, like the random haircut studio, which I've never – or a barbershop. I've never seen a barbershop in a stadium. So That's so great. That That's – sounds like such a great experience you know you know maybe when the kids are a little older maybe we want to take them out to another arena's experience you know the the other parts of basketball we might not really we don't really talk about the hawks too much on the podcast or you know hear about them much on the media but it's good that they still have a good stadium vibe i know they're kind of mid all season but it's good you know have that come a little more hip-hop vibe right yeah normal stadiums as well that early feel they have they also had like um random little shows like people would just start breakdancing like it, it almost seemed like you were in the streets of las vegas where they would just all, all of a sudden post up just do this like whole dance routine jump over people and i was just like where am i at right now it was like this is atlanta i was like damn i was like utah you need to step up your game i was like i don't know what's going on in your stadium but this is a uh... like going from utah to atlanta must be just night and day as far as like culture. Yeah, and, <laughs> I'm still like, oh my gosh. And it's funny because it's the one of the first like states I had been out to like in my adult life was to Atlanta. So I had already been to Atlanta. I had never been to the Atlanta Stadium. But my impression of Atlanta at the time, it was also because I had gone to a like suburb city with or more ur- urban city, not like too much like infrastructure was that it was lame. I hated it. I was like, yeah, Atlanta is something I'm never going to go back to. And this like experience in Atlanta this last time, I was just like, all right, I dig it. I was like, I wouldn't mind, you know, living in Atlanta. Like this would be pretty cool. I was like, you're never going to go anywhere and get a playoff ticket for $66, like off a random dime. I will say though, at the, uh, towards the end we were getting, or the end of that, right before the start of the game i was like man should i just like sell off this ticket because it flipped from being 66 dollars to 180 and i was like "Ooh, i was like man. do hmm. i go to the game or do i just uh sell it for sell it for profit and then i and then i thought i'm like you know what you know what big man would tell me he's like just go to the game go to the game check it out like, and yeah, it was definitely one for the books. I will definitely do that again. Yeah, you can't beat that experience. You know, you, you want to make a $120 profit, but is that is that worth the experience that you had out there? So I'm happy, I'm happy you shared that stadium experience and, and basketball experience. Trey Young, you know, kind of elevated in your eyes too. So thank you for sharing that. Before, I, I guess, man, how do I want to word this without... Having to be ex, you know, so having to edit myself too much. So as far as the, the 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 life around the stadium, like, did you hit up any clubs, any you know, breweries sure. while you're in Atlanta at all? Well, you know, technically I was on a work related, you know, trip. So you know, I'll just I'll just play the Lou 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 Williams. What's called a excuse book, you know. Yep, I did. I, I, I didn't want to get. There. I didn't want to go I there. Just, yeah, it was kind I of just, easy uh, my way there, but like you know. 
you know, this is also the basketball is religion podcast. Like, <laughs> I will say, I thought about it, and I was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be that person that gets caught like going to some something like that, like during you know, the during a work trip. And I just told myself, you know what, I'm just gonna get gas real quick for whatever reason. I got gas, and I was like, okay, I'm. I was like, you know what? Maybe I could do one more drink and then head head back because it's my last night in Atlanta. I, I want to get one more drink and head back. And, you know, I, it's, it wasn't called Magic City, but Magic City was probably pretty close by and ended up making a quick trip. Damn it. It was oh. whatever. There was, there yeah, was no was like, lemon was pepper like, wings. Oh, maybe but he went there. Maybe I, he went to Magic City you, and got you know, the lemon pepper lily. You know what? I just, I like, you, oh. you know, when, when I... When I remembered when you said Magic City, I was just like, oh, my God, that was Magic City this whole time. I was just like, what was I thinking? And I was like, oh, I was thinking Houston for whatever reason. And the reason I was thinking Houston was because of James Harden. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's another person that just oh, goes man. to those places all the time? And I was like, yeah, James Harden. So. It, it was a it was a quick trip. I haven't been to you know one of those places in a long time, and I was like, let me just go check it out. And it's, it was whatever. It was, I just for sure. But did, I, did you see the outside of it by any chance, or did you pass by at, like Magic City? I I didn't. All? I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I will. I will Next say I had time. a I had a stupid crazy experience. Like just uh, I don't. How much did you pay for parking for the playoff game in LA? That's what I want to know. It was thirty. Thirty dollars. Dude, I went free ninety nine. I walked a whole mile. Wow, dang, good for you. Yeah, good I, for you. I uh, pulled up to the stadium and was like, "Oh, fifty dollars? Okay, that makes up for my sixty six dollar ticket, right?" I was like, "That's pretty expensive." I was like, "I don't even remember paying fifty dollars on you know a good day for LA, right?" Um, pulled up to the next spot and I was like, "I'll I'll just park in here." The next very next parking lot was $80. Oh, you know, you know, that just like burned, it burned a fume in my head. And I was just like, oh, hell no, no. I ain't picking, paying for parking. I immediately took off and I was like, I don't care. I was like, I have a rental. Hopefully it's there at the end of the game. Let me find some free parking. So I drove around the city you know, found this spot that I saw like a couple of cars were parked, left it there. End of the game, it was still there. So it was a happy ending. But, you know, I I was not going to pay $50 or $80 for parking because I was like, hells no. This is not something. I was like, I paid less for that to just get into the game. I'm not going to pay $80 for a ticket. So. Yeah, no way. $80. Yeah. L- unless it comes with something, then no, not not eighty dollars. Not are you gonna uh, me into the stadium? Yeah, no. yeah, exactly, that's, right? That's a, little <laughs> a little much, a little much, a little much. No. So, yeah. So before we leave today, you, so after this, you're going to a rock. You're playing Rocket League. Oh, I I was actually playing Rocket League earlier today, so that's why I stayed up. I usually stay up around oh, okay. like this time. Like right now, it's like well, it's like ten something right here in uh mm-hmm. in Utah, so it's not too late. And usually finish up like whatever I need to do for the day before, and then get ready and um, go to sleep. But uh, nah, what, what was what was our uh, late night escape uh, destiny for all those years? <laughs> See, you know, I was about to say no. We we back in what 2014, 2015, we were yeah. we were on that destiny for like uh, that. My son, he was walking behind me right now. He yeah, he remembers me when he was five years old, just watching me, watching us play Destiny, just going down, you know, the, all the you know vaults of glass, your crotas. If you're, if you're a Destiny fan, we we were in that, we were in that, getting the Gallifrey and all that stuff. Oh. So just to kind of piggyback off that though, like right now, like I got off of Destiny. I think once Destiny two hit, we kind of both kind of just fell off that game, right? Like it started yeah. off that first couple of years and it absolutely fell off because it was kind of boring. But but they did the day the game end up did do, end up getting better. So by a year and a half ago, 
like my son got back into the game maybe a few more months before I did. So I'm actually back into Destiny 2 right now. My son is really, really good at the game. So we've been grinding stuff in uh-huh. the past year and a half. He, him and I have been on that game pretty hard. So and if you ever want to come back, we're, we're there if you need, need help getting through stuff. You know, I just saw I just saw Lightfall was on sale. So I was thinking about it. That's just extra, Not for you know. Sure. Uh, yeah, do it. Like, like my my son just asked me, isn't this isn't this podcast supposed to be about about basketball? Yes, <laughs> yes. But this is. is the end of the podcast. I, I'm pretty sure there was a basketball so mode in uh <laughs> in in Destiny here or there, or an emoji for basketball or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I know, right? No, there's so many different emojis now. There's so many things you could do yeah. outside of like it was us just running what three three of the same dungeons the entire time in Destiny, but we loved it. You you, you know, know you know what was crazy? I said that comment to one of my coworkers because he talked that he like played Destiny, and I told him I was like, yeah, we would run like three different like raids in one night, like with all our characters, and finish them in a, in a week. And he's like, dude, I got the raid done once in like the season. Wow! And I was like, I was like, what? Isn't it, isn't it? Wasn't it just a normal thing to just? do the raid multiple times a week like with all your characters yeah. and i was like huh i was like maybe it was just an us thing <laughs> no no for sure there's so many raids now though like plus there's dungeons there's like three person raids now called dungeons and yeah it, it's Ooh. just absolutely crazy right now so again if you want to jump it back yeah. in we're there like we're, we're, we're in it like my son's doing much better than i am i i kind of play i don't play it as much as he does and he's like He's much better than me than I was back when I was playing Destiny. Yeah. So, because he's on mouse and keyboard on the computer. Uh-huh. So if you ever want to come back in, just let me know. Then we'll, for we'll sure, hundred percent. I have one question for you before I take off. <laughs> you right. ready for what this one? What, 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 what do you have? Got? You seen the reel of uh, Jimmy Butler being compared to MJ and saying that that's his son? Oh yeah, then that's his. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Thing going around. <laughs> I mean. There's a slight possibility they do look similar. There was that thing where, oh, maybe I had a, you know, a, a, an affair with someone in that. I think he's from the, is he from the, I mean, he's from Chicago area and men yeah. from Chicago. So mm-hmm. there's a slight possibility. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sad that MJ's, you know, actual kids didn't actually do very well in basketball. But I mean, it, it's not, Jimmy didn't know his father going up for going up for what I know, so there could be something to that story. I hope that you know down the line they actually prove it. Maybe they do a twenty three and me and hey. all that stuff to maybe prove it. I, I was gonna, fun. I was gonna say it was gonna get, it was gonna be really hard to get a hair sample from MJ. You know, <laughs> 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 pull up to him. I was like, dude, we thought about this plan all wrong. <laughs> He needs to do a cotton swab of his <laughs> of his mouth in order to get some sort of DNA. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't, again. I want to keep this. You know, PG thirty. You have to chase. Right. Him, you're uh, gonna have to chase one of his cubanos after a golf range. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Before I have to edit like everything. <laughs> <this part laughs> out, we better take off. Thanks for joining me, man. Really appreciate it. Let's hit. Let's. Let's talk again in the off season for sure. Yeah, for sure. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Later. And that'll be it for us today. By the way, the stadium Atlanta is a State Farm Arena. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Not a sponsor of the Basketball Is Religion podcast. My insurance is through AAA. The finals should be really interesting and fun to watch. ABC tonight, 5.30 Pacific time. Thank you to the Gons and Josue for joining me today. Have a great rest of the week.